Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast, presented by RMJ Media. Welcome back to the Movie Pit. This is Ryan, and joined again with me is Seth. Say hello, Seth. Hey, what up, y'all? Okay, so before we get into the movie that we're going to talk about tonight, I know you've been watching some more movies recently because this is relatively new to you, not watching movies, but watching movies for this purpose. So what have you been watching? Um, well, I like to say that I've seen a lot of movies, but I haven't actually watched <laughs> most of them. Um, so uh, let's see here. Recently, I watched Stay Tuned. Um, a young Eugene Levy and, and a very young John Ritter. Um, it kind of reminded me of, there's an episode of Rick and Morty where it's, uh, it's called interdimensional television and they just kind of flick through the channels and, um, yeah, and I, reme- I remember when the movie came out. Yeah. It was just like, except it was hell. Right. So but <laughs> right. <laughs> all the commercials are hell related. It was, it was great. Um, so yeah. And you also watched uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, correct? Yeah, I did. That one was great. Um, I I was very like I feel like I could have been watching it on a stage, like at a theater. It was very theatrical. I think that's one that we're gonna have to tackle because I remember absolutely not liking it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the acting was whatever, but it was it was filmed. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went back and watched. Uh, don't know if you saw it. The it's a comedy film, The Girl Next Door. Um, like about filming porn and stuff like yeah, that. The yeah, porn, the porn one. <laughs> yeah, that one is amazing. The, the so fucking I, tripod. Yeah. I went back and rewatched that uh, movie that I probably haven't seen. Who's Your Daddy? No, I don't think I've seen that one. It's about an adopted boy who finds out his parents die. His dad's biological dad who's past is played by Wayne Newton. Um, but he finds out that he's inherited a porn uh, porn empire. Okay. Heaven magazine. <laughs> funny fucking movie but i also started watching that uh jeffrey dahmer the, the tv show on netflix yeah that is actually a pretty solid show yeah and i'm only like two and a half episodes in just given time but i definitely think we should go through and cover that one maybe not episode maybe episode by episode because yeah. there's a lot that happens in each episode I mean shit we could just like speed run it right and then we could even do one yeah just do a one big yeah blast out the ass just get from what I understand it. they really dive into like the psychological aspect of who he is and how he was oh yeah they definitely touch on shit that I haven't heard before right and mm-hmm. like a lot of the details I have heard but they go into a lot of his early family life mm-hmm. that I never did read read anything on. Didn't care to read anything. I was yeah. more inf- I was more curious about the shit, the man at the time that the incidents were going on. It humanizes him. Yeah, it very much human mm-hmm. humanizes him. But it all not getting too into it. Until you watch it, my daughter's it seen also, a bunch of episodes. It also and told me a tries to give it a, a reason, right, of why he was the way he mm-hmm. was. It, and to me, I don't know if what they're saying is factual. Like trying to justify. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> the dude was crazy, and this is why. <laughs> but don't hate him for it because he's not like everybody else. Okay. So that being said, the elephant in the room is the movie that we are going to talk about this evening 2010's a serbian film <laughs> yeah before we get too far into it let me give you a not so brief synopsis and pardon me i'm not going to try to pronounce any of the actors or the filmmakers name because that is just sacrilege and i'll never get it fucking right so here we go 
Milo, a semi-retired Serbian porn, porn star with a beautiful wife, Maria, and a young son, Peter. Although he is strapped financially and his home life is happy, his biggest problem comes in the form of his jealous brother, Marco, a corrupt police officer who envies Milo's family life. Seeking one last big payday to make a clean break from the pornography industry and secure his family's financial future, Milo Chagrees is intrigued when one of his former co-stars, Leia, approaches him with an offer to star in an art film art film in quotations being directed by a man named Vukmir, a well-connected independently wealthy pornographer who wants to cast Milo for his legendary ability to get and ma- maintain an erection while filming with no visual or physical stimuli needed. When Vukmir offers Milo a large sum of money to star in the film, Milo reluctantly agrees. Ambivalent towards Vukmir's insistence that he must remain ignorant as to the plot of the film until shooting begins. As Milo's jogs to get himself back in shape for filming, Marco visits Milo's home. He talks suggestively to Maria in the kitchen while Peter eats ice cream in the other room. Marco says that he makes fe- he misses female company, then goes to the bathroom, clearly frustrated, and mas- masturbates into the bathroom sink. At the next meeting with Vukmir, Milo passes an older, bald-headed man with two large security types and regards them warily. Milo is picked up the next morning and taken to an orphanage where he is supplied an earpiece by Vukmir's driver, Raja. A voice speaks to him from the earpiece, giving him instructions. The film crew follows him around with cameras and puts him in various sexual situations to see how he will react. Milo is filleted by a female in a dark room while two televisions show independently a teenage girl eating an icy lollipop and the same girl putting makeup on. After this, Milo phones Marco to check into police files on Vukmir. During the conversation, Marco is also being filleted by a female while watching Milo's own home videos and then one of Milo's previous porn films. Milo is then led into a room and instructed to have sex with a physically abused woman while a young girl dressed like Alice from Alice in Wonderland watches. Milo becomes enraged and refuses to continue, but is grabbed from behind. The adult woman threatens Milo by biting onto his erection, forcing him to carry on with the scene. While Milo meets with Marco to find out what is the police files on Vukmir, he has been a psychologist, a chi- children's TV producer, and has worked for the state security office. Marco's opinion is that Vukmir is a very well-educated man. Later, Vukmir shows Milo another one of his projects, a film of Raj helping a young woman give birth to a baby girl. Raj then proceeds to rape the newborn in what the director describes and calls newborn porn. Milo storms out to his car and drives away. At a road junction, as he approaches, he is approached by Vukmir's doctor, an attractive woman who becomes, begins to seduce him. Milo suddenly wakes up in his bed three days later, bloodied and beaten and with no memory of what has happened. He returns to the set and finds a number of tapes. Viewing them, Milo discovers that over the course of the previous three days, he was fed a mixture of drugs to induce a perpetual aggression, sexual arousal, and suggestible in a suggestive state. Under the influence of the drugs and at Vukmir's insistence, Milo brutally beats and rapes a nude woman handcuffed to a bed while Vukmir tells Milo that she deserves it for cheating on her husband, a Serbian war hero. In the climax of the scene, Milo instructed to beat the woman and eventually handed a machete in which he chops her head off in order to induce rigor mortis as he continues to have sex with her body. Another tape contains a scene in which Milo is naked and chained to a bed face down. Two men enter the room, one holding a camera, the other without the camera, begins sodomizing the unconscious Milo. The final tape depends Leia, chained and hanged in the middle of the room. All of her teeth have been removed. A masked man enters the room, forces the erect penis down her throat, and pinches her nose until she is suffocated. 
Milo follows clues from the tapes he has seen only to remember more and more horrific details about the three days that he cannot remember. Milo has, was taken into a room and made to sodomize a body of a hidden, of two hidden bodies under covers. The, ma- um, the masked man from the previous scene enters and begins to have sex with another body beside the one Milo is raping. The masked man is revealed to be Milo's own brother, Marco, and the body he is raping is revealed to be his drugged wife, Maria. The covers are taken off the body Milo is raping is revealed to be his own son, Peter, also drugged and bleeding profusely from his rectum. A melee ensues during which Maria regains consciousness and Milo manages to wrest the gun from one of Vukmir's bodyguards. Maria bludgeons Marco to death with a sculpture while Milo beats Vukmir's head against the concrete floor and manages to shoot all but one of the bodyguards. With one surviving two shots to the chest, as he is dying, Vukmir praises Milo's actions, saying, Now that's cinema. Confronting the final bodyguard, Raja, who was previously the driver throughout the film, Milo knocks off his sunglasses and discovers that Raja is missing an eye. He tries to shoot him, but finds out that the gun is empty. Milo jams his erect penis into Raja's empty eye socket, killing him. He then knocks his wife unconscious and takes her and her son home, locking them in the basement before passing out. After remembering everything, Milo contemplates suicide, but his wife stops him with a mutual understanding that he, his wife, and his child should all commit suicide together because this is something they cannot live with. Milo then gathers his family in his bed, embracing, and using a pistol, fires a fatal shot that goes through all three of them. Sometime later, another director enters, the same bald-headed man that you saw earlier in the film, accompanied by another porn star and another crew. The director instructs one of the actors, come on, start with the little one. So that sums up a Serbian film. And yeah, it was rude of me to not have you look anything up on this, but I really wanted you going blind. So what would you think? Well, first of all, I bet that was... I bet that was a bitch and a half to fucking write, dude. Yes. <laughs> just, I mean, just listening to it, and I was like... That's why I had to watch it so many damn times. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, well, ch- cheers on you for being able to fucking tough through that shit, because that, that, was, that was hard to read, and I just watched, like, the movie. <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> that was hard to listen to. Yeah, even having watched it so many damn times, it's even harder with the words coming out of your mouth. Yeah, the fact that you're typing this shit out being like, Jesus. But then at the same time, it's like, well were typing you were typing about it because that means it was it was made someone else had already pre-written all of that out yeah and i have something on along those lines but we'll save that to a little later okay that's fair at the start of the film did you think point c was going to be where point a led to through b because i didn't like read anything about the movie i wasn't really sure like what to expect pretty much at all i just knew that it was going to be something probably pretty pretty dark and pretty fucked up right because i, I had well, heard yeah. of it before yeah um it's yeah. very notorious yeah it's it's it holds true to its its reputation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to say the least um but i mean like watching through it i i started getting hints of it when he just when he was like just blatantly saying like you know, this is what you're good at. You just pretty much just need to stick your dick in some whatever I put in front of you, yeah. and you just need to do it. And I was just like, guys would be fucking holes in a wall if they could. Yeah, and then he describes like a situation, you know, and um, so then after they'd referenced that same statement pretty much twice, I was like, okay, this is this is gonna go fucking pretty pretty south. Quick. Yeah, <laughs> like the furthest south you can go south. <laughs> well, a couple little things of trivia here on that somebody had to have made it, and the movie's notorious. So this movie has actually been banned in a minimum of 56 different countries. Oh, wow. And this is probably the most extreme of bannings. The director of the... Let me see if I could pronounce this correctly. Sigis Film Festival was arrested and sentenced to five years in prison for screening this film at his film festival. Holy fuck. <laughs> Even Cannes Film Festival 
after one screening from how disturb, disturbing the movie was and after just one audience seeing it, they pulled it and replaced it with the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds film, Buried. Okay. So even film festivals like, no, no, no. Yeah, we can't. We're not going to touch this Yeah, movie. I see you're trying to, like, <laughs> you know, be out there, but you proved your point. Yeah. Is this a movie that you would share with anybody? Um, <clears throat> I mean, after I got done, I texted one of my buddies, uh, and I was like, I, this is what I, I just watched a Serbian film. He's like, holy shit he's like how'd you how did you stream it and i was like oh we got it you know we streamed it to the shit that i got he's like i haven't been able to, i haven't seen it yet and i was like dude it's it's pretty fucked up man it's it's kind of a hard watch um so i haven't heard back from him yet but i imagine he i don't i mean would i encourage him to watch it no not even <laughs> i mean just because <laughs> yeah encourage <laughs> you're better off not seeing it but again there's an appeal to it that like you watch it and you're like okay I, i've seen it and it, it's even hard it's it's not one of those things you'd be like oh i fucking saw it. like it's like, like it's you don't yeah. <laughs> it's not an abragable offense it's really more like self-induced i'd say it's more <laughs> of a badge of honor that you made it through the movie yeah that's true i mean considering i'd heard that you know most people had gotten up i mean oh yeah when i saw it at the madcap in tempe yeah half the audience was out of the theater within the first 30 minutes. And yeah. Nothing really bad happened. No, in the not first at all. It was like, minutes. I think Boogie Nights was almost as bad as like that <laughs> right? beginning part. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but like literally people were the disgusted looks on their faces when they were walking out of the fucking theater. I wonder if people asked for their money back kind of shit. Oh, I guarantee you they did. Yeah. And I'd heard stories about at some of the other screenings around the world. It was shown at a film festival, I want to say in Athens. The director was in the screening. He couldn't even make it over through the film that he programmed to be f- shown at his film festival. And on the way out, he passed out, hitting his head on the door, required to go to the hospital and all sorts of other shit. The guy that made the film? No, the, uh, oh. the director of the film festival. Oh, okay. Who su- uh, selected this particular film to be in his film festival. Wow. He couldn't make it through it. I'm like, did you not preview the movies before you made your fucking selections? Probably not. He's just <laughs> like, it's group and rip it. What was it? Did it have a rating when it went to him, do you think? Or was it just unrated? What came out in all the film festivals was uncut. Okay. The version that I showed you was the unrated cut. Okay. The version that streams on Amazon Prime is the NC-17 cut. So the version you saw wasn't even all that bad. And I hinted outside when we were talking prior to recording, the minute and a half that was cut, the smallest is the scene with the masked man that later you see as Marcos. When he's pretty much killing Layla. Mm-hmm. You see his dick in her mouth. Oh, that's how you knew about the, the nose bit and the teeth. Yeah, he fucking get, like, pretty much smothers her with his cock. Yeah, right, and blood and, and she and can't then, breathe. Like, the other thing I referenced in there was there's inserts at the end where he's raping his son, and that's a sentence you never want to say. Yeah, amen. There's shots from underneath between my, my, uh, Milo's legs and you see just blood pouring oh wow from the rectum of yeah that's the boy but the biggest one you saw like that was a graphic fucking fake birth scene you see Raj drop his fucking tidy whities and they use a fucking animatronic puppet and you see a fucking baby girl writhing in pain as it's being forced down on a cock. Wow. Yeah, they they weren't there's pulling any punches. There's a reason why they didn't stream that version. Yeah, of no, there's we're definitely better off not seeing that. Yeah. Um, but and they weren't that's pulling the any punches. That's the version that I saw in the fucking theater. Wow. Yeah. A few more people walked out during that sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that happened. <laughs> but going to the subject matter of Milo's sodomizing his own son. Yeah, that's horrible, and I, I do like the fact that the director and the production company that made this movie, they never, like, that character is completely uncredited. 
nobody knows his real name and I for obvious fucking reasons mm-hmm. because this kid would be fucking traumatized for the rest of his life if everyone knew that he was the one yeah because he's young enough in the movie once he get ages no one's gonna recognize him from this film but if you pin a name on that this is something that's in his fucking life forever but going along with that what parent in their right mind would let their kid cast for that and the parents would have had to been on set watching it and then knowing it was gonna like go out and be seen oh yeah the parents had to read the script what parent in their right mind would allow a child their their flesh and blood to be a part of a movie like this yeah that's moral question of the day right <laughs> yeah you know, I didn't really think of it that way I, but I mean yeah there was a script I mean again it was all yeah. produced like there was this was a set and like okay uh, take your places the only thing I could think of Serbia is a poor country they needed the fucking money that's yeah. the only thing I could even fathom to fucking say why they would let their young child because I can't find I dug as deep as I could fucking go couldn't find anything on this guy so I don't know even how old he was in the movie I would judging by his looks in the film 10 yeah I think is a fair guess yeah and and even early on in the film when it's a 10 year old the dad is teaching him how to masturbate pretty much yeah I wonder if there was outtakes in the movie like like where they're like behind oh, the scenes oh that's a blooper reel I don't want to see <laughs> just just to see them be like cause I w- it would be interesting to see the looks on their faces like when they're all on set just be like alright guys like we're we're really gonna film this right now <laughs> like is everybody like ready that this is this is about to happen like it was it was well I mean it was filmed it was a pretty good. It was filmed nicely, is what I'm saying. Like it was, yeah, it was well done the, as, as a film. I, from that's day one, the I've only credit it. I can really give it. From the day that I saw it, I'm like, this is the only movie I've ever watched that I felt dirty and unclean for having watched. Like I had done something wrong, because it is a vile fucking movie. Yeah, hands down. But the cinematography. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful flick. And the story itself, for the most yeah. part, is actually kind of <laughs> written not, not bad. We were talking about it briefly before. Uh, I had like such ill will towards this fucking writer and director because of just the subject matter. I'm like, this is something that should never be written. Yeah. But over the years, I, uh, via the Movie Crypt podcast with Adam Green and Joe Lynch, um, and some articles I read, I can now understand why he made it. This movie is his way of depicting how the Serbian government treats the Serbian people. Oh. And this is a quote from Electric Magazine from the director. It's a struggle against all corrupt authority that govern over our lives for their purposes, for their p- the power of leaders who hypnotize you to do things you don't want to do. And when I heard that, it gave me a new insight, or not insight. Perspective, perspective on what you just saw. Yeah, 100%. If it's an interpretation of, of how the government fucks us and and everybody, too, not and just... It's yeah, really it includes, on the nose. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Okay, so it's it's like borderline political. I mean, that's, yeah, that's how... Yeah, that's literally what he, in his mind, he was making a political film. Okay. That weirdly just changed my entire point of view of that's what the fuck I, I just saw, this dude. Point in the conversation that's crazy. To bring it up. Because cause it's like, oh, see, but I can't... Okay. <coughs> you can't what? I, well, I... I can't share that information with someone that's going to see it until I feel like afterwards because I think it helps justify. Do not share it with anybody until after they have sat through the movie. (laughs) Oh my God. And having sat through it, it there were some parts where I was just like, I, I can't believe yeah, what the fuck I just saw right now. Yeah, you can laugh at. Yeah, and especially I, the fucking boner through the eye. That that was, <laughs> he, he got skull fucked, like, hands literally, down. That was literally skull thing, fucked. And you saw it. It would only been better had the dick come out the back of his head. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. And I feel like you would see that in, like, a really shitty, like, slasher film. Yeah, that would be, like, like, a goofy mm-hmm. zomcom. Yeah, right? <laughs> a domcom? Zomcom, yeah. 
but yeah, there's like there's some moments of levity in the film. They're very few and far between. But once that last act kicks in, when yeah. he wakes up on the bed, it's it, it's downhill from there. And yeah, well, it's pretty you're sad to, to say that that's the downhill part after you just witnessed a baby get fucked raped after being yeah born. after being born. A part of me like a part of me was like okay. When the scene where he, he's been watching all the tapes in that final room where all the awful shit happens, mm-hmm. a, a part of me was, like, wondering or, like, being like, okay, are they going to show another camera? Like, this is part of what's supposed to happen. Like, this was oh, yeah, all yeah, written yeah. within what he like was supposed I first to thought, do. I thought he was going to have the memories of, because he was so doped out of his mind, that he, after all that crap happened, that he just legitimately killed his family there in the room, and there were bodies somewhere in there. That's originally on when I saw it in the theaters. That's mm-hmm. where I thought it was going. Yeah, and they they spun that on my fucking head. Yeah, because just when you thought the horrendous shit was over, start with the little one. Yeah, after they're already fucking dead, you're still gonna rape their dead bodies. Which which is which is why I knew that like him sobering up and finding the tapes and then going to that final room, essentially playing that whole entire yeah. just time traveling, you know, fucked up. It, it sucked because it's like I've I've been that hammered before. Where I'm like, oh man, like. I, I don't remember some of the shit that I've done, but obviously this is nowhere near that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I was expecting to kind of see like a cam, like almost like there's a camera filming him while he's watching everything happen, and like that's part of like the master production of it all. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew it wasn't over yet to a certain extent. See, I act if not that I would ever make this fucking movie. I would have put like security cameras up or something. Like somebody watching security cameras mm. to give that perspective that no, he is not alone. That way, the ending isn't such a fucking punch in the gut. Yeah. When the bald guy that you see once in the movie at the beginning shows up and he turns out to be the actual mastermind. So that's what I was thinking. It's like when they killed the shit out of the dude uh, who was like quote unquote directing and how very Buchner, like when he was very eccentric and like, oh, and I was like, now that he's dead. And he's like saying what he's supposed to say. I wonder if that was like a decoy director, or that means that there's I a bunch. I think he was an actual actor in every yeah, exactly. everything that they even mm-hmm. that when he's showing in the newborn porn with how over the top he yeah. is, he's <clears throat> acting for the cameras that Milo can't see. Exactly, and then so that's then to say that maybe that original, well, because then they showed another director type guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, is he also supposed to get murdered later on? Like, it's just like one big master mastermind yeah. of this guy's. Like, it's well, just like ongoing. I, I know we're reading a lot into this because yeah. there's no, unless we actually speak to the fucking guy who made the movie, mm-hmm. he'd be able to give us the answers. But that's the only logical explanation I can come up with. Yeah. And, like, his friend, uh, Leia. And I, that's probably not how you fucking pronounce her name, but that's the closest I'm going to fucking Yeah, it works for me. Why would she go... Like, she doesn't even get pissed off like, and say, oh, we're done, we're done, until well after he cuts the bitch's head off with a fucking machete. Right, and I also think that that whole part was, like, scripted, too. Like, he was supposed to see that thinking that she took him away, and maybe she really didn't. Is that what you're talking about? No, like... Leia, when she's all he like, we're done doing this. killed that bitch. Oh, no, I know that. Yeah. But, like, when when he's watching the video of her telling him, like, this is fucked up, I'm done, a part of me felt like that was also acting like she was supposed to make him think that, like, that's how he got the out or escaped. The only reason why I'd, I'd say that's not true is the fact that they kill her in the next scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But unless she's part of it and she wanted to be, like, she knew she was going to get killed. Or maybe because she quit and that's why they did it. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I'd, like... I think she legit wanted out and to get Milo out too because he was so fucking strung out. But why not pull that card before he fucking murders a handcuffed chick to a vet? Yeah. And literally cuts her head off so her pussy fucking tightens up in rigor mortis. Yeah. He, 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 they programmed him like it was. They were conditioning oh, him. Went, like, when they called him the fucking stud, like he was a rabid fucking dog yeah. mm-hmm. running to it. Yeah. And that's where I'll give like everyone across the board in this film. The acting chops were actually fucking up there. You, I think the brother was probably the worst. Marco. Yeah. His acting was literally the least in the film, but Luckily enough, he's also the one you see the least. Uh, 
So I wonder politically who the brother is. Like, I wonder if there's another country that, like, you think that they're your family, but they're really not, well, and they're fucking that right next to you. That's another way to look at it. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? What do we call e- our government? Each character... Government ha- has always been called Big Brother. Big Brother, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So, and the fact that Big Brother is a corrupt police official. Right. Like, there's a lot of fucking underlying shit that you could you can read into that they well, don't flat out say. I think that to a certain extent, because when they went into it, knowing that that's what it was about, yeah. it made them be more fucking vicious to truly, like, portray oh, oh, yeah. the point that the director was coming with it, you know what I mean? But at the same time... It was, it was because like I, I, the I podcast I was talking about that I uh, they had the director on one of the hosts of it is Adam Green and he is known for creating the Hatchet franchise which is one of the most over the top gory slasher franchises throwback straight to the fucking 80s and like Friday the 13th and shit like that but way more fucking gory he saw he like only made it or 25 minutes into this movie because it upset him so much. Yeah. It wasn't until they booked the director to come on the podcast that he sat down and watched it. He wasn't happy about it. But after said coverage, that, that podcast on average runs two and a half hours. So they had a two and a half conversation our conversation and they strictly centered it on a Serbian film yeah after that Adam was kind of like me where I had a different outlook on it and it's no longer available to buy but that's when the uncut Blu-ray and 4K was coming out the director had Adam Green and Joe Lynch the co-host of that podcast they're the ones that sit and watch the movie and record the audio commentary for the the Blu-ray disc. Oh, wow. And one of these days, I'm going to track that thing down, because that's a commentary track I would love to fucking hear, even yeah. though that means I have to sit through the goddamn movie one more time. But they don't talk about, like, in any of their podcasts about the commentary that they did on it? I would imagine it was probably, well, no, because you're watching it, and they're just giving it live, just oh, feedback yeah, they, right, right yeah. then and there. I've listened to a couple of the Adam Green and Joe Lynch commentaries, and they get, whew, they dive deep in the shit. Like yeah. They do research. Their research does research when they go into doing the commentary because they used to do, uh, like the first commentary I ever heard them do, they did a commentary on E.T. Okay. And that was just one of their weekly podcasts that they did. Instead of having a guest, they just did a special commentary. So they definitely dive in deep, but a Serbian film is definitely one I want to. Even if I don't can't find the video of it, like I can obviously find the fucking movie. Just to have that audio to listen to while watching it would just put another aspect out there for me to look at. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'll give you a whole other point of view because I mean you you know you respect them and like their points of views on things. Obviously, oh, yeah. you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that. I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, and like, and like I said, even Joe Lynch, because th- these guys are primarily just straight up bloody horror filmmakers. Yeah, but that's it's. This is in a league of its own. Th- you really this is like, even if you ha- like do the worst, goriest, most like over the top shit, and I can't it's even still call this movie psychological. It's really it is, but it's just more like it's literally it's not a lot of shocks more a, than psychological. It's a gut punch from yeah. start to fucking finish. I, that's the best way I can describe it. It's a fucking gut punch. It was filmed pretty, pretty like, and it was filmed pretty dark too. Even in like just the normal points of view, like I feel like the lighting, it just sets like a darker tone. And the music behind it, it was definitely like horrorish. You know, what I mean, there's oh, menacing yeah. parts to it that you're like, oh god, like this is something bad that's about to happen. And then when something bad is happening, like I feel like the music that they fit with it was pretty. And I bet you there might even be some shit behind the music that they chose too. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of shit like that. Yeah. And something that actually I'd never thought of before until right now is another underlining thing is what is one of the biggest industries in the United States? Porn? The pornography Yeah, absolutely. And most porn in the United States, porn stars 
lead good lives. Mm. That could be another way to look at it. This is what a Serbian porn star at the top, like the number one Serbian porn star, he's living in slums, in poverty, like financially strapped. So it's another a look at economy. Okay. I think is another way that the director was trying to get across. Again, I can't guarantee that that's me fucking conjecting yeah. out my ass. Our own interpretations of what the fuck we just saw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm full conjecture on that one. But I, I think we could dig a fucking 40 foot hole with conjecture on this film of what the meaning of this scene was, what the meaning of this scene was. I'll never understand the meaning of the newborn scene. That just... Unless they've got some kind of gnarly-ass laws or rules about newborns, like, or or maybe, maybe even going as deep as being like, look, whether you're a newborn or whether you're a grown-ass person, like, you're still getting fucked somehow. Yeah. Like, you're getting fucked coming into this world, you know, kind of the, thing. The, the part that haunts me about oh, that God, scene... this movie. Fuck. The <laughs> part that haunts me even more than the actual baby getting raped is the mother smiling. Yeah. As she's watching it. <laughs> it's... It's just one of those things you're just lost for words for it. Like after we watched it and we went outside to smoke, I was I didn't know what to say. Like I was just like completely just you need like a part of me died you really in me. Really need to marinate on for a little bit. I I almost don't want it to marinate. Like if I did, if <laughs> oh, I oh trust me, it'll <laughs> be with you for a while. Yeah, oh yeah, well it's forever after, now. After you left the shop today, <laughs> Ashley said he's gonna come in tomorrow with a pale face and just say that movie yeah shakes his head that movie does she like know that. did you tell her about the political aspect of it no actually I didn't I will have to talk to her about that because I know she's seen the movie yeah um, and that actually kind of surprises me I was surprised too but she she did tell me she likes looking up fucked up shit yeah and this is definitely if you look up the most controversial movies ever made this is on everyone's top five yeah, and that's why I knew that when I sent it to my buddy, he would know what it is because we do generally try to push each other's like limits and mm-hmm. introduce things um, to each other. That's like, dude, this is this is fucking out there, you know. Um, just uh, out there is an understatement. This movie's more than out there. Yeah, <laughs> you to a certain extent, you you, you want to send things to your friends that that's going to change them for <laughs> for their for the rest of their lives. You're like, dude, that was fucked up. I can't believe you sent that to me. It's like, yeah, you're my friend. That's that's what I'm going to well, do. Legit, <laughs> I saw the movie in theaters. Then when I heard it was getting released on Blu-ray, I'm like, I'm a film guy. I love collecting movies. I'll add it to my collection. Yeah. I already owned Cannibal Holocaust and all this crap. So when it came out on uh, Amazon, because no stores were going to fucking sell it. No. Opened it. Watched it one time. Sat on my shelf. And then when any of my friends would say, oh, my God, I just saw the most fucked up movie I've ever seen in my life. Go to my room, pull it off the shelf, hand it to him, enjoy. Is it this one? Yeah. And somehow I inherited two copies of that fucking thing on wow. Blu-ray. Because one of my other Didn't want hardcore it anymore. <laughs> whore buddies who went to school with us at Christ the King, mm-hmm. Brandon Borbeck, he watched it one time and said, I don't want this in my fucking apartment. It's yours. I'm like, I already have a copy. He's like, give it to somebody else. Yep. Like, this is like this isn't the gift that you want to give people. Yeah, this isn't a white elephant gift. Right. <laughs> it's the black elephant gift. Yeah. Oh, it's the fine. anti-gift. Like, like this is. But you could use it as a tool to never be invited to things ever again. That's true. Yeah, be like, because you'd probably get it back for sure after they seen it, and then they'd be like, "Look, I hate you. You're never like stay out of my life." And that, I'm like, "Okay, that, that was fr- a win." That friend or relative that you really don't like that asks you to babysit their kids. Hey, kids, <laughs> let's watch this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting invited over there ever again. Make sure to tell mommy and daddy what we watched. All right. I want a book report. <laughs> With explicit details. <laughs> if we got to teach you how to write, we will. <laughs> Just use finger paints. We're going to get you some finger paints. Color what you saw. But it's literally, I think, the only movie I can think of that the lowest that has three separate cuts and the lowest of the said cuts is an NC-17. Yeah. Like, not even not even a fucking R. NC-17. Then you have unrated, which unrated is normally the worst. But no, you have uncut, uncensored. Because I don't know if you notice it during the, when Milos is walking out of that, uh, the room 
with the newborn porn scene, they were still watching the movie, right? But if you looked at the screen, it just looked fuzzy. Oh, they kind of blurred it they out. Blurred it the fuck. So that out. way you like, couldn't see. Yeah, you see, like when that scene's going on, he's still going to fucking town on that baby. Yeah, like, that is literally is that is the one thing that I think is irredeemable about this movie is that one sequence. Yeah. The raping of the son is bad, yes, but it's not a newborn that they just pulled out of the mom's vag. And yes, that sounds harsh, but yeah, that's we, my own personal like that one. That's the scene that is irredeemable about the movie. Had you did you have any other friends that saw it in the theater as well that were like super? It was me and my brother were the only ones that went to go see it. Yeah. What? <coughs> my brother didn't speak the entire drive home. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I, I didn't because you can't. You just you're you're like you know when you hear that expression like I couldn't believe my eyes. Like I feel like that happened multiple times. Like I couldn't. Like, when you're seeing something and you're just, like, you're stunned and you're dazed. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck and like, just happened right now? Like, we, time was moving in slow motion. When we watched a Hellraiser last week, we just sat here. Even if you weren't really paying attention, I'm sure out of your peripheral, this movie makes me uncomfortable. I'm constantly fucking shifting because I don't like the way this movie makes me feel. Yeah. And, like I said, the fact that I watched it so many damn times just to record this... This will be the last time I watch it for a very, very, yeah, very long I'll time. I'll be honest. That'll probably be the only time I'll see it. I'll, I'll tell other people. there ain't nothing wrong with that. There I, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm, yeah, I, don't even, I, don't even, I just can't see myself sharing it. Like, even, like I said, this might be one of those that I, I kind of take to the grave. Like, I'll tell my one buddy about it, but then after that, I, I don't know. Um, just because, because once you tell people about that kind of stuff. So this it, is your ring? Um, see, and Ring was fine. I watched Ring many, oh, many I'm times. I'm just saying the actual tape inside the Ring. Oh, yeah. And Ring, you don't want to share it because it just kills people's insides. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, it's a tough one. It is, because you, you raise that curiosity. Dude, I just saw the most fucked up movie ever. Oh, really? I'm fucked up. I want to see. You no, know, dude, you don't. Like, That's why I kind of wanted to show you this one first, because when, when we first started talking about doing the podcast, you had mentioned Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. You sat through this. Cannibal Holocaust ain't shit. Yeah. Ain't this is like shit. riding the biggest, gnarliest, scariest roller coaster at the park, so that way you're desensitized to all the rest of it, like, like after that. You know what I'm saying? Like This is like doing jumping off a bridge with a bungee cord that's five feet too long. Yeah. And surviving it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a plunge, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and even I was like, okay, I kind of want to smoke a cigarette. And you're like, you know what, dude? You just got to tough through yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a Band-Aid. Yeah. Just <laughs> pull it off quick. Just get it over with. Don't want to prolong it. Because if you pr- prolong it, a lot of people I know that try to watch this movie, they're like, well, I'm just going to take a little bit of a break. They never go they back. They don't go back, it. right. They yeah. never go back. <laughs> it's like we're cutting, cutting our losses while we're ahead. Cutting our I'm losses tapping, while we're ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm tapping out. Uh, I'll, but I'll I will re- say this. If you've lasted so long through the movie that you've reached it, reached to the baby scene, just wait to the end because there, there's really nothing worse than that. Right. Granted, you don't see penetration or anything like that. You see, but that is the most horrific thing you see in the movie. Even when he's cutting the chick's head off, we've all seen that in movies. Every fucking slasher movie, somebody gets their head chopped off. Maybe not while getting fucked, but yeah. Or sometimes that while they are fucking, they get murdered. But at yeah. the same time, you're not having this like this fucking crazed out drug demon who like has no emotion or fear for anything, and that's just like. Here you go, you fucking animal. We this is what you do now. Do what you do, like. And that that was the hardest thing for me in the theater. Like I I knew the masked man was the brother. I knew that from. Oh, uh, see, and I knew that bro. they drugged his whiskey because he kept giving him as much as he could. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that guy is drugging him right now. Oh yeah. And then once they started giving him the injections, it's like okay. And it was it wasn't until he pulled the bag off the wife's head. I'm like, holy fuck. Before the bag even came off the sunset, I already fucking knew. I'm like, yeah, me too. Because uh, and I, especially with the insert it was it was smaller. The, like I, don't, yeah. I when you look at it, you could tell. And I well, was just like, in the no. version that we saw, it was like they implicate that what he was inserting himself into was extremely tight. Yeah, the sound effects were pretty pretty yeah. gruesome with that part. They didn't pull any punches there. Yeah, with the insert shots of the blood and stuff in the uncut version, I knew ahead of time. 
knowing ahead of time doesn't make the reveal any less fucking no scary. not at all you're just like fuck, you, you like you subconsciously almost prepare yourself to like like you know see it but at the same time you're like oh I, I, yeah i i could have been fine <laughs> you know just okay i i have got a pretty good feeling about what's gonna happen yeah um, and it's one of those cases that you really hope that you're wrong yeah no shit <laughs> Because I've been writing horror scripts for many, many years. And yeah, I think I've fucked up things to do to people, and some of it can be of a sexual nature. Never in my right mind would anything with the baby and the son ever pop into my head. Yeah. Never. Never. Just can't push those. Fuck, I'll kill a kid in a script. I have no issues with that. Right. That's but again. If that's you're living, breathing, you're fair game in a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just uh, chopped meat, you know. Yeah, literally. It's you're a piece of meat for me to kill off on the fucking final cut. It's coming. But there, there's, and I think it's funny is that movie has never once again will never get to be re-released, even in independent theaters. Right. It had its one run. They mm-hmm. let it do it, and they it ran for literally one night, one weekend. Yeah, they one showing. This per isn't theater. good for humanity. We need one to get rid of this. Per fucking theater. Well, and not only that, because it was political, and I don't know too much about that country, but oh yeah, the guy that directed you said he went to prison for three. They locked him up for three years. Not the guy who directed the movie. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy who went to prison was. Um, he was the director of a film festival. Oh, okay. So he's the one that programmed all the movies, made all the selections for the film festival. No, but I mean, like, if it really was a political oh, film that was freedom of speech, he could have gotten in trouble for portraying his government that way if the government oh, yeah, found yeah. out that that was his, you know what I mean? I think you're, because uh, no, the only person that went to jail in this, uh, in, according to this movie, was the guy who did the film festival. Okay, but the actual director himself, like, he didn't get in trouble for making it. No. Um, I'm sure he wasn't well-liked in this country <laughs> with how he's... Portraying, portraying it. Portraying the yeah, country. I mean... But as far as I know, he's no longer living in Serbia. He's now stateside. Mm. Um, <laughs> probably for good reason and for his own safety. Because uh, I... Uh, me and my dad, when we... Uh, we used to do jam sessions over at Famous Sam's, which is now Stadium Club. We, uh, one of the guitar players was a friend of ours, Peja. He was actually a refugee from Serbia. Mm. He was a doctor over there, and the gov- government was getting tyrannical, and he uh, took off and uh, gained asylum over here, and now now he's a U.S. citizen, got his citizenship. Because Serbia is not a fun place to fucking... It's not a good place to be. Yeah. It's a beautiful country. <laughs> but that's about it. But as a human being, it's not exactly the best living... Uh, ideal living conditions. Anything else you want to add to it? So, was, was this considered a horror film? Like, I, I, I mean... Oh, yeah. It was definitely... It's definitely under the horror bracket. But I... I we'd have... To, like we were talking about, we have to throw psychological in there. Yeah. Definitely psychological. Um... It's just one of those fucked up indie films that you see that you're just like, yeah, this is just one of those yeah. one-offs that like, exists. And even with all the fuck, like the drugging of everybody, yeah, um, I would put it in the realms of like a requiem or even a train spotting. Yeah, definitely some fucked up kind of you know visualizations mm-hmm. in that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, just just another fucked up indie film that you put in in the memory banks and be like, yep, that happened. That was a real thing. Yeah, uh, but, but this one, like, out of like you said, this was the brainchild of somebody, and they made it. And about the parents of the young boy, but here's another one: somebody put up the money to have this film made. Somebody flipped the bill for this guy to make his vision, whatever the hell it was. A so production who, company, yeah. Yeah. So somebody saw something in this film. And in all honesty, I could see the fucking production company just saying, yeah. Well, we especially depending this. on how he pitched it, too, right? He's like, look, I got this idea, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, do you, do you feel like the government, do you feel like the government fucks you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I got an idea for a film. And he's like, 
okay, I can get behind that. And then the film is made, and the guy's like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here, but f- okay, I let's okay. let's not talk about this again. <laughs> no, I'm willing to bet because fucking producers are all about fucking money. Yeah. And what sells? Controversy sells. Hella controversy. This movie made ten times its budget back. Because of controversy. Because of controversy. I mean, that they even kind of talk about it in the movie, too. He's like, you know... Vic, you know, victims make money, right? And if, if if we're all essentially victims, and we're all making money, I don't know how to, I don't know. That was a shitty tangent, but no, it's you're not incorrect though. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of money on its initial theatrical run. It was word of mouth from that, right? That made the, the buzz. DVDs and Blu-ray sell mm-hmm. off the fucking charts. Because, like I said, you tell somebody you saw a fucked up movie, and now it, it piques their curiosity. Yeah, and and even if you tell them. Don't put your hand in the fire because you're going to get burned. They're still going to put their damn hand in the fire. And, yeah. and they see it and they're like, and then they get burned and they're like, fuck, I should have put my hand in the fire. Like, oh my God, why did I put, why? You can, you can tell people not to do something all day long, but they got to find out on their own. Oh man, this tastes awful. Here, try this. That actually right? might be a good way to get people to watch this movie. Do not watch a Serbian film. Yeah. Just start going around to people and start doing that shit and seeing people come back. Why'd you make me watch it? I told you not to. Right, that's Ooh. true. Because how many movies that someone's like, dude, you have to fucking see this, uh, and then you don't really care about it. But the moment they're like, yeah, just don't, don't go see it, dude. Like, just don't, don't take the time. Yeah, if you tell me not to go see something, I'm going to go see yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like when Ashley the other day said, "Don't." Uh, I heard Barbarian sucks. You know I'm gonna watch. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's that's what we are. We're creatures of like you tell us not to do something, and that's exactly the first thing you're gonna do. Oh fuck you! Right. And like being don't eat this apple. Oh shit! I just ate the apple. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why did I do that? And having been a film fan for years, film major, I'll watch any movie once. Yeah, that's. I fair. don't give a fuck what it is. Doesn't mean I have to watch it again, but I will give every movie one watch. You're open-minded about it because it is, to a certain extent, it's a form of art. Yeah. And because you do have a passion and, and general curiosity for art, because things are abstract. Exactly. Sometimes things are very, you know, black and white or two-dimensional, and you're like, okay, I see that. But when something is abstract, that term in itself is just so, like, diverse and just so broad that it could be anything. And you're like, okay, this is diverse, like, on a whole oh, other yeah, tangent. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's – I can't take it back. I'm <laughs> – I'm bummed out. I, I I'm not bummed that I seen it, but I. But you you have to admit I did give you fair warning that this movie will fuck your day up, <laughs> and, and will haunt you for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one for the. It's a conversation starter, I guess. Uh, hey, you ever seen this fucked up movie? No, what's yeah. it about? It's about something that I don't want you to know about, but. I just wanted to see if you've seen it. If you haven't, that's fine. I'll drop yeah. the conversation. But if you have seen it, now I kind of want to hear your feedback on it. Yeah. And then kind of share that tidbit of, like, it was a political film. No fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And in all honesty, maybe that is why I shared it with so many of my friends. Yeah. Is to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Get other viewpoints outside of my own. Because I wasn't going to walk up to random people outside that movie theater who just walked out because... Nobody looked happy. I'm pretty sure <laughs> even people who stuck through half of it, that drive home was silent. Yeah. <laughs> or they were bitching the whole time. There like wasn't <laughs> a single word of anybody that made it out of that theater. Yeah. Not a goddamn Nobody word. was doing cosplay for that film <laughs> when it came out. <laughs> cosplay is the baby. <laughs> <laughs> or the pregnant chick. Or even just the bald dude. Like just... Or someone could do, like, a real good deranged, like, oh, my God. <laughs> that would be kind of interesting if you did cosplay, go into, like, a horror fest and see how many people recognize it and see if you get punched in the face or if people are like, wow, okay, that's, okay, I see what you did there. I would like to see them make a Serbian film, The Musical. <laughs> there you go. That would be an interesting take <laughs> Or <on> Muppets. <laughs> That'd be less disturbing <laughs> than with actual people. So I'd... I, I, be down for that. Yeah. I'd be down for a Serbian Muppet, a Serbian Muppet, Muppet film. Right? Did they did they do a Christmas special one? <laughs> <laughs> that was just awful. <laughs> Wait, what? It already was awful. <laughs> no, but they just went. Now everybody was just dressed dressed in Santa right. gear, and uh, there was more snow and reindeer. <laughs> All claymation or something. You got to be able to laugh at the shit that's fucked up because how else are you going to get through after what you just seen? Oh, fuck you. You got to make fun of it. (laughs) That movie haunted me for a long ass fucking time. Like I said, me and my brother didn't talk about about seeing the movie 
for a good week and a half, two weeks mm-hmm. till after. Because because you didn't just you didn't want to talk about what you just saw because that means you have to reminisce. You we don't, you hadn't don't want to, digested what yeah, we just saw. <laughs> you don't want to relive it. Even even before we started doing this, I was like, dude, I don't, I almost don't know what to t- like what to say about this. Just has it processed, and then okay, here we go. Let's do it. Like just take everything that your brain is just holding on to, and yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go. Because <laughs> when you watch this movie, your brain turns into a fucking like carnival from hell it's running a thousand miles like going a thousand miles a minute and but you can't make sense of it because it's going every which direction you know what i mean well because you're well because now and so that's kind of the thing right is when i was going to see this the time leading up to it i was like okay i got to put my shock like my shock absorbers on super high because obviously it's controversial and and the just take whatever possible thing that you could think is the most fucked up thing and just take that to the next level to which you know you couldn't even fathom and so i was just like okay you know and so i kind of like this like strange hype for it uh, kind of that sounds fucked up but it's just like okay um so i was ready but like did you see trailers and stuff before you went and saw it or did you just like i heard I'd about seen it trailer but i can show you the trailer you know it's about a retired porn star. Okay. Oh, and that's like, it. They're super. Like, it, it, the trailer is so fucking secretive. But do they make it horror-y? Like when oh, yeah. Okay. You definitely know you're going into a fucked up horror movie. Mm-hmm. With some fucked up Andy Warhol style fucking director. And that's pretty much it because there's nothing in this movie that you can that show. You can put in a Even on the red trailer. band, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. This movie couldn't have ever had a red band. Yeah, well, red maybe, band can only be for R rated. This was NC seventeen at yeah, straight from the get go, right? So, <laughs> well, I think they've got green, which is NC seventeen, or like a blue or well, something. Oh yeah, like that. but there's shit in NC seventeen movies you can show. Yeah, that's true. This was just so far out there that they couldn't even do that. In a red band trailer, they might have been able to show the fucking opening porn flicks, like the sex shots. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I mean, they could have shown the bit like where the chick gets like cut like her head gets cut off or whatever just that part but not obviously yeah, yeah, the yeah. scene that led up to that just to show like there will be murder in this but it's like you have no idea what's leading up to that fucking murder too yeah <laughs> so having watched this one I'll I'll hold off a f- couple weeks f- more than more than a couple before having you watch Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door because that one will also mess with you uh, not as much as this one but you need some decomp time after watching that one. So yeah, I'll watch some just regular straight up slasher films and do some talk on that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll fun it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we can do Killer Clowns from Outer Space or something. Or Fuck yeah! Yeah, event, we will have to tackle since we did Hellraiser, uh, the Hellraiser reboot. I think that would be a fun one to tackle. I'm down. I still want to do like maybe like the original Friday the Thirteenth and like the original Nightmare on Elm Street, just because those are like and the dope ass classics. I think uh, we're gonna do. Four films in two podcasts. Okay. I want to do 78 Halloween, 2018 Halloween, which is a direct sequel to the original. Okay. And then its sequel, Halloween Kills, with the new one, Halloween Ends. Okay, I'm down for that. That would be a perfect double podcast, just mm-hmm. cover all four movies. Then later we can go through the original run of the, the rest of the Halloween movies, but just get the, because it's coming out this uh, October, get the this trilogy or I guess it's no longer a trilogy this saga wrapped up because it literally has nothing to do with any of the other movies yeah it's, it's like the uh, Too Fast Too Furious there's just like nine pretty of much, them pretty, pretty much yeah they're in space and then they're not in space and thank god Michael Myers has never beamed to fucking outer space <laughs> Jason did the Leprechaun did even I think Critters Pinhead did yeah Critters did too I think was in space Pitter, or Critters came from space Oh, so it only made sense for them to go. They go back, yeah. We killed you on your planet. Now come to space <laughs> yeah. so we can kill you there. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of great franchises, and we mentioned that, or I mentioned in this podcast, Hatchet. That's one I think you'll. I you'll saw one in theaters. I saw, saw the number. First? F- I think I saw the fourth one in theaters. Yes, because you were at the same screening with Adam Green as I was yeah. at the Alamo Draft House, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> I was there. With my mom. So he's the guy that interviewed the director of this film. Okay. That dude was, he was a cool dude. I was very stoked to meet him. 
Um, yeah, he knows his shit. Oh, dude, and then some. So I would absolutely love to listen to that dude talk about um, this fucking film, just just to hear their interpretation of it. And that's I'm kind of I kind of want to meet other people that have just to see that right. reaction on their face and be like, I know, right? And that's kind of unfortunately the grotesque thrill in seeing things that are disturbing is just like, okay, this this is how I felt. This is how my existence filtered this. I want to hear how your existence filtered this. I I look at this film. Have you ever heard of a series of films called Traces of Death? Um, By no. Brain damage I've heard film. Faces of Death, but not Faces Trace. of Death is fucking Disney. Compared to Traces those. of Death <laughs> is literal footage of people killing themselves, getting killed. Yeah. Accidents. Like worse than E-Bombs World and shit like that? Or similar e- to it? Similar, but worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I consider this film like that. Okay. I call it a car wreck. Reason why I call that is no matter how bad it is, how much, how grotesque it is, who drives by a car accident and doesn't turn around? Rubberneck it, right. Mm-hmm. Everybody turns That's to look. something about they're it. They're wanting to see something mm-hmm. fucked up. Well, yeah, that's how we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you tell somebody about this film, they will seek it out. Yeah. Just leave out certain details because if you tell them about the I'm baby, content with the disclaimer at least being like look you're probably going to watch this because I told you not to but I'm telling you right now it's it's fucking above and beyond anything yeah. else that you can fathom dude anything you can find you're not going to find anything like this yeah. and I, I prefer you in did in the it. words of Spinal Tap this takes extreme to 11 yeah <laughs> and this is 11 plus yeah <laughs> ironically last bit of trivia before we take off you said 11 plus this is the only movie in history to receive a rating of R20 plus in Europe and Japan. Meaning you had to be 20 years or older to see it in theaters when they were screening it. And it's the only movie that's ever only had that? Only movie in history to get a 20 plus. They created 20 plus for this movie. Hey guys, look, this is so fucked up that we don't know how to rate this, so you're just going to get your own. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> how can I get a 21 plus? Like, how far do I got to push it to? How, do, how can I surpass 20? Is there a 30? Right. <laughs> They'll save that for a Serbian film, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, what movie would you like to tackle next? Um, I definitely agree it needs to be something more on the light side. We could do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, there you go. Um, those are always enjoyable. I go OG. Mm-hmm. The OG one or, from the Or, I mean, 70s? we could go, yeah. I think, because, like I said, I've seen a lot of movies, but I haven't watched them, right? Yeah. I'd be down to do um, Night of the Living Dead, the original one. That one's tight as oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, yeah. Um, 1968. Yeah. All black and white and whatnot. Yep. And, yeah, I seen that one, but... I was in a situation where I couldn't really focus on it. <laughs> um, but uh, Enough said. Yeah, enough said. I'm super down. Just, just crank them out, man. I'm going to keep watching them on my own um, in between these sessions so we got more shit to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Um, but this is... I always like, like, I always like podcasts that when you start out the podcast, you talk about what you've been watching that week. Yeah. I always dug that shit because it gives a little fucking banter before getting, mm-hmm. especially with a film like this. You need banter before there was, getting it. Yeah. I guess you're right. We should have kind of had a little bit more of a buffer. You should have been, <laughs> hey, hey, you're going to want to do some studying. Just watch some other shit because we need to uh, have a little bit of a cushion here before, yeah. before this happens. you don't want to go straight from watching the movie. It's like, okay, now we're in the depths of it. <laughs> Just hey watch guys. the movie. Now I'm going to read the full fucking synopsis of exactly what we just saw. <laughs> I'm Ryan and this is Seth. And uh, how about that uh, baby? How about that baby fucking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Did they just say what I think they said? Yeah, they I don't know. Turn it up. <laughs> well, you know, the kids are asleep. <laughs> turn, turn, turn it up. Let's, <laughs> let's sit by the radio, kids, and listen to the good old podcast from the pit, the movie pit. <laughs> what up, y'all? <laughs> We've been seeing some fucked up shit today. We saw a big blind man, big bald ba- man with fucking sunglasses put a pecker up a little girl's ass. I, it, 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 I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I tell you what, I, I want to be a porn star one day, but I, I don't think so now. These, these people are crazy. <laughs> I think crazy is an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, we'll definitely pick up something, uh, find something good to watch next time. Uh, 
But for anyone listening, thank you for joining us again. And as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you.